It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? That was funny because Brandon and I are together in a studio this week. <laughs> so we were getting it live and we decided we would do that. Welcome into episode number a zillion, as in how many hours of professional wrestling I've watched in the last week. Jobbing out Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton, Aaron Oster, and. The main event. Yeah. The streak yeah. is alive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for now. Yeah, right. Oh, it's about to be shut down. We won't see him till SummerSlam. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way it works. This is the this is the raw after Mania. Yeah, (laughs) we gotta do it. So, of course, AJ Francis, aka Frank, and uh, don't forget WWE's most wanted treasures. Like that's the next thing on the calendar, gang. It's coming up in six days. As Aaron finally figured out earlier today on Twitter, he finally determined. How many days away we were from WWE's most wanted treasures? So we'll talk how, more about um, that. How, how, when is this? When is this episode supposed to? we here's the deal. Here's what we're gonna do. So people are probably confused because this episode went up so quickly. We've talked about doing something like this before. It just so happened to be that it came together because Brandon was in the area today, and I was like, "All right, you know what? I thought about doing this before. Let's pull the trigger. We're gonna do a quick episode today that should be up by the end of the day Monday. It should be up before you watch Raw." All right. We will do another episode later on in the week. I don't know if AJ is going to be able to do that one with us. We'll try. If not, I get it. Where we'll cover everything else, all of the fallout that we see. We'll do that later on in the week. But this episode is our quick and dirty, immediate reaction to what we've seen between WrestleMania and maybe a little bit of NXT as well. We'll see how this works. We've set some rules for this episode. <laughs> and this look, always works out. All right, shut up. We're going to try our best. Everybody gets... <laughs> Three topics that are three things they have to talk about in this hour. They have to talk cool. about. We're going to go in order, and if somebody takes one of yours, you can go, you can sub it out for another one and, and put it on the list. But three topics, and I've already I've warned the guys, it's not, I would like to talk about all of night one of WrestleMania. That's not a topic that's too broad, all right? You got to zero in a little bit from that, all right? So three topics. We'll go in order. AJ always starts us off, so we'll start with AJ this week. The first thing that we must discuss from the past week is... Acknowledge him. <laughs> Weird. Yes. Never saw that coming. Acknowledge Never saw that him. coming. His fifth main event of WrestleMania. He is 6-2 all-time at WrestleMania. He had the best year from SummerSlam on of any performer. Well, nobody's every, arguing with that. That's, every yeah. single yeah. word that he said in his promo in the lead up to SmackDown, I mean, uh, to WrestleMania on WrestleMania SmackDown was a fact. He went out, was part of a classic main event WrestleMania match, and it was art personified. Ek- Knowledge him. <laughs> All right, let's 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 cover a couple of things. One, I'm gonna be the one to say I came out of that match feeling strengthened in my idea that at some point Jey Uso has to turn. I I I at the way that it all unfolded and him doing the work again, at some point Jey Uso has to get this bump. He has to be the one that's given the chance. To be, and I don't know if he'll be. You I don't know, know what you're talking about, Glenn. He won the Andre the Giant Memorial. <laughs> he got what? the bump. I should. I'm so he sorry. That is the bump. Now, hang on a second. In 2021, a very irrelevant match. In 2022, perhaps the most important match in the history of professional wrestling, depending on the circumstances. We'll talk about that then. Um, I, I agree with you about Jey Uso. So the feeling I got was, and, and by the way, I hope it continues to be the slowest of burns because I don't think you need to pay this off anytime oh, soon. Oh, I think he, you know, this, what, I think he deserves it at a big situation. Yeah, WrestleMania I don't, next year potentially. Maybe, or SummerSlam or SummerSlam. whatever. 
But yeah. I think you could do, you know, rumors are that the brother is cleared and that he could, he's going to be involved in something. But because he's black, he's a brother? Is that what it is? <laughs> Is he black? Samoan. I was just doing a joke, man. Doing a joke. The Rock is the only black Yes, he's the only black So Jimmy is supposedly cleared. Hopefully he gets involved. But we've already seen Edge sort of. And this is how I think you can use Edge well. We've seen, and now I don't know what's going to happen with Daniel Bryan. I assume that's going to be a feud going forward as well. Edge and Daniel Bryan? I would think so. See, I, that one doesn't make sense to me anymore because. Oh, did I, you watch the match? I did. Yeah, oh, I don't sense to you. But what, it doesn't, it's not about that. To me, it's about the fact that it was, no matter how heelish they made Edge, he was not a heel on, on Sunday night. Yeah, he was. Well, he, maybe in the match, well, not to the crowd. Oh, not to the crowd. Daniel Bryan. Let, let, let's be clear. Everybody wrestled heel. In Every, that all match. three of them. I understand, heel. but yeah. I'm saying the crowd had absolutely zero interest in rooting against oh, Edge. Yeah. Zero. Well, they were None. They were rooting for Daniel Bryan too. They were, but they—that's—that's that's the problem with now. Okay, yeah. you're now trailing, and I guess the answer is there's not going to be crowds again for a little while, so we can. It, we it can, feels well. It feels like you have to do a match. I don't know. I, I I get what everything you're saying. I get. I mean, I feel like because they both took concertos. That they'll probably both be out for a while. I think that they Could both be. come back at the same time, so that like it's Daniel Bryan versus Edge at SummerSlam. That's what okay. I was. All right. That's sort of what, where I was going with it. But uh, what, but what I was going to say in regards to Jay Uso is they've planted the seed where Edge is like telling him like, "Hey, listen, like you're getting the raw end of the deal here. Like yep. you need to understand what's happening in your own self worth and." Somebody needs to do that. Like I, I think they need, and maybe Jimmy is the answer instead of Edge. Um, but I feel like there's gonna be somebody, and I don't. Maybe they just keep doing this. By the way, maybe The Rock comes on Raw Monday sure. Night Raw tonight. Sure. I mean, or but but I don't think it's gonna be this quick of it. Well, you know, Roman. Well, I was gonna say he's on SmackDown, but you never, <laughs> you never know. How could he? I don't know. There's one time. <laughs> there's only one time. WrestleMania SmackDown. But you, there could be a little bit of this, maybe, in every opponent that Roman has for the next. Like, if it's Cesaro, he yeah, could course, say right. this to Jey Uso. I mean, these. By the way, these are all people who naturally have a relationship with Jey Uso, which is very interesting. Like, if you watch Total Divas, Jey Uso kind of ran in the like in real life. Mm-hmm. The, the Usos run in this crowd with Daniel Bryan and Cesaro and Biggie and all these people that are ultimately going to be dominoes lined up for Roman Reigns, you would think. So I, I think we got to start planting more seeds for sure, though. It, I, but, but that is a brand new T-shirt, that right-hand man thing. So that's no, gonna, I, don't think it's, I don't think you're in a rush. Yeah. I don't think you're in a – but it's pretty clear to me that that thing that we alluded to as being possible, it has to happen. It, you have to get there at some point with Jey Uso where he gets a big spot to be the one – um, to try to dethrone Roman Reigns. They're, they're making it very clear that even though Roman, you know, definitively won the match, he hasn't, with the exception of the first time he beat Jey Uso, he hasn't cleanly won a match, and usually it's because of Jey Uso. They're setting it up yep. where Jey Uso, when he does turn, can rightfully say, you are only there because of me. 100%. They're, they're very, very clearly and intentionally doing that and doing a very good job. It's why it's part of the reason why I wanted it to happen. It's part of the reason why we had this conversation for so long and thought that it would be possible for WrestleMania. But I just think it deserves to be at a big spot. It deserves to be that he gets a big opportunity, whether he wins or not. And I don't know. I the story would would leave you inclined to believe that he should. But there, you know, if you give somebody a prolonged title run, Roman you can. Roman Reigns is not hold, losing the belt until <laughs> this next is, year's this WrestleMania. Is, I've already told. But you. could that be to Jey Uso at next year's WrestleMania? Possibly. Okay, so that goes yeah. back to this. Then, then we're Jay okay Uso, with that. Right. Jey Uso with The Rock running, and then it's The Rock versus Roman in in Los Angeles for Rock's career. I can see it. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm fine with all of that if that's how it plays out. It just it feels like Jey Uso more and more has to be the one. Has to be the one. Um, I've heard arguments. We talked a little bit about Big E. And the, like, it just feels like... This story requires that moment, and I think we're all down for it. Like, I think when they pull the trigger, the truth is, Jey Uso, and we talked about this when, when they first gave him that bump, he's been a mon- he's been a beast. He's been awesome. We like Jey Uso as a whole. No, he's not been a, a top player for a long time, but he's been someone that's been involved in so many of our favorite matches that it's not going to... 
it's it's not Kofi, but it's it's of that ilk where you just got to tell us any reason why we're supposed to love this dude, and we will love him to the moon. We will be with you for this guy getting his run on the top of the fact that he'd be going after Roman Reigns. But most importantly, the thing that we need to take to all of this. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, go ahead. One more time. One more time, then we'll move on to mine. Acknowledge there we go. All right, thank you. <laughs> move on to mine. Um, my first one only because Brandon and I were talking about it this morning. Um, I, I cannot believe they're going back to the Thunderdome tonight. I cannot believe that after we got that again in our lives this weekend, that we got to go back to the Thunderdome at this point. And I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm not. There's the Thunderdome was amazing when they introduced it, right? It was this revolutionary concept, and we all loved it. And we were like, "This is really cool." And the situation that you're in, this is great. But after you you feel it again, after you feel what live wrestling is in front of a crowd again. It is really hard for me to have an appetite for another Thunderdome show. And that's not, I'm, they'll do good shows. This is not me. I'm not, don't, don't think that I'm saying something that I'm not saying. I'm not saying they can't do good shows or that they didn't do good shows in the Thunderdome. They did plenty of them. But boy, it, you can, it is such a stark difference between the excitement that you feel watching a show. And I'm, I get it. You can't put 25,000 people in front of, in, in the, the, the University of South Florida arena. Like, I'm aware of that, but you don't need 25,000 people in order for it to feel electric and to feel live and to feel real. And I don't know if this is just about wanting to be able to control audience reactions. That's the, it's the only thing I can keep coming back to. There's no reason why you wouldn't go back to having live people in the building. I mean, other than, like, laws. Except they're not in Florida. In Florida. Bro, no, it's a college campus. But so they, they have they've already I, I, I'm telling you, they've been hosting basketball fans since December in the same building. They've been putting fans in that building since December. It's, it's not a law thing. It doesn't mean that there isn't something that I don't know about. My, I'm wondering if it's logistics combined with look combined with because like, OK, so like in theory, you could put what five thousand people in there, right? And and it would look crappy. And you could do the cardboard seats, people, or you could do half Thunderdome. But like, I'm thinking the half Thunderdome thing. There's probably some logistical reason why they can't. Maybe they'd have to overstaff security to make sure people aren't effing with it, and that just is too many bodies. Or there's some other. There has to be some. And well, like let's okay, let's acknowledge something that we also. And if you didn't notice this, you're blind. That was not a pretty crowd. <laughs> what do you mean by it wasn't a pretty crowd? I mean, the first eight crowd shots had toothless people in it. I, I, and I'm not trying to be okay. mean. Like, okay. Legit. You could tell. Well, they, but do you think the WWE is worried about whether or not there are toothless people? I was say, they'll just turn the lights off on them. Yeah, like, it's I don't, about the sound. It's not necessarily about the I don't the think it's about like, If you that. go back and watch the open, like, they were trying really hard to find the people they wanted to show, and they were having trouble finding the people they wanted to show. And I wonder if they're worried about about having a crowd in the same exact place every week that is what they want, that is the visual they want, not necessarily... Aaron, he's shitting on Tampa. Do no, you want listen, a response? No, listen, he's listen, clearly listen. shitting no, on absolutely. Tampa. Yeah, I am in a... I am... That, I, I added that to be funny. But, I, like, I, in all seriousness, though, to have a crowd that cares and is energetic... That's the same exact people. I mean, we all complain for no, a but while. I don't know that it's the same exact people. You know what I mean? Like, I get what you're trying to say. I don't know it's the same exact people. It's not. You can get the Tampa from a lot of different places. And when there's only so many, you know, that, then, so many tickets available. Right. I think now, that being said. Add to that, do they want that? Do they want me flying from Maryland to go to Raw? I, I, I You made that point this morning. Maybe. I know they did WrestleMania. Maybe. But again, yeah. like, everybody on the planet is open for fans again. Like, everything is open for fans. There is, I think, like, two teams left in the NBA in California that aren't open for fans. And isn't that changing again soon? Yeah. Everything so. They've is, already announced it. Yeah. yeah. Everything is open. The, the only place now in the world where you're not going to have fans is going to be on WWE television. It's strange. It's, it's strange. It has to be some kind of financial thing, too. Maybe, or they just find it more valuable to be able to control well, the reactions of the crowd. I don't think that's it at all. I don't think I, that has anything to do with it. I don't. I, it's I, really I, I hard for they, me to I, dismiss I think that. So, I, but it might not be that, but I do think they see some inert value in the Thunderdome. Maybe it's, it's, the, you know, it's the most unique thing that they have, and they think that you know, some sort of branding is involved with that. 
something along those lines. Like there is very clearly there is something they specifically like about the Thunderdome. It's very clear. It's their Bro, their, their choosing. The thing is, the, the thing that you're missing is twenty five thousand people in a sixty thousand person venue looks a lot better than five thousand people in a eighteen thousand person I, I, venue. Right, and I understand what you're saying. It's not. It'll sound it can, way worse too. Well, it can. Yeah. It can. They would still be doing uh, some. Of I the, mean, some of the arenas, the NBA yeah. arenas, even with two or three thousand people, have sounded really good. They really have. Yeah, like it's, it's not the sound that I'm. It's the look. But which is why I say you do it. You know, the NXT style, where you're really only seeing the first few rows, anyways. You kind of darken the crowd. And I, I would agree with Aaron that you can pull that off. I would also say, like, the part that we're trying to make it seem like it's about COVID procedures. Dude, I I've seen where they have people together at NXT. Like they're they're not concerned about that. So, I, you know, and that's they don't have to be. That's the rules in Florida, right? Like you're allowed to do that. I'm they, not. They had fifteen thousand people in Jacksonville for UFC. Is they really well, fifteen thousand? <laughs> well, yeah, not not WWE. But the point being, you can do these things in Florida. You're allowed to do yes. these things in Florida. The WWE, it's it you it, and and I'm not trying to get it. You can see, like it's not their highest priority in NXT to make sure everybody's exactly six feet apart from each other anymore. They're clearly choosing to go this route instead of crowds. And they, I'm not trying to, it's just for me. It's probably because they can't tour logistically. Well, it might have something to do with it. There's no doubt that touring's, I'm not trying to suggest the touring should be back on the table yet. Um, no, but that's my point. Like, it's a mixture of what Brandon's saying and what you're saying. It's like, they, like NXT works because you can convince you know, 400 people to come to the same show every Wednesday. Can you convince 5,000 people to do the same thing? On Mondays and Fridays twice, is what you're saying. I get I, I get what you're saying. And they've, you know, they've kind of struggled with that with AEW clearly and trying to get people to come every week. And that's a different scenario. And it's not WWE. Let's make that very clear. It ain't WWE. Um, I, I don't know what all the logistics are on that side. But it's I'm saying as a fan, it's tough for me to watch how how real it felt this weekend and then tune in again tonight and know it's not going to be anything like that. Like, and again, don't read it. Don't think I'm saying something I'm not. It just, oh, there's nothing like a crowd reacting yeah. to what you're watching and how much that does. That The Met, mm, I'm going to end up walking into other things, so I'll well, leave it alone from there. Well, I'm going to sneak something in because I don't want this to be a subject, but I'm just, I, just as an anecdote, Watching the Hall of Fame was awkward. A, oh, I, I didn't, I didn't. I well, didn't. I mean, they're reacting to crowd, fake crowd reactions. It was right. really yeah, so weird. The wrestling god piped in. <laughs> yeah. Well, there have been a lot of random chants that have been piped in yeah. that you're like, okay, yeah. but, but that's fine. That's fine. When it's a person standing at right. a podium. Okay, but I get, yeah. I be, I get that you're controlling your television show. I, I'm not. This is, yeah. I, I'm not saying. I'm saying what I'm saying and not saying what I'm not saying. Right. I don't blame you for wanting to control the product that you have on television and doing that type of stuff. It makes all the sense in the world. Just there's nothing quite like a live crowd reacting to professional wrestling, man. And having it back this weekend was a reminder of how badly I have missed having a live crowd react to massive moments, incredible things that were happening, or you know, strolling out a man who's used the N-word before and letting you know exactly how you feel about the fact that you don't really love him being there. <laughs> That type of thing. That's what I'm for. And then you put him in a pirate costume. Jesus, that's a whole... We're not... We're not nope. Okay, okay, nope. Okay. I said my piece. Aaron, number one on your list. Um, this is the conversation I've been waiting to happen uh, to have since it happened. And uh, we have to talk about the Bad Bunny match. Um, Bad Bunny, as the performer, as the... match. I mean, first of all, we got to just shout out Bad Bunny was phenomenal, arguably, and probably the best celebrity wrestler that they've had. In the history of the is, I mean, is there yeah. even any debate Ever. about that? I don't like, know how that's arguable. Yeah, how is yeah, there any I mean, debate yeah. about that whatsoever? It, 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 it was absolutely phenomenal. It was also, gotta say, shocking the way they laid out that match. To have Bad Bunny yeah. be in the ring for 90% of the time was absolutely stunning, and it worked. Everybody involved made yep. it absolutely work perfectly. Yep. I'm, at, But... As Glenn said, he was only going to be happy with this match if well, it was used uh, no, a spot like Damien Priest. Well, hang on a second. About let's, let's go. You're going to go back because you're going to rewrite the way that I – there is a bit of rewriting that's going on here. I was the one two months ago that said, is I can't – no, there is because you don't know. Two months ago, I was the first person that said, you guys aren't going to believe this. I am jacked for Bad Bunny and Damien Priest against Miz and Morrison. I'm not only, like, accepting of it. I am excited. And, in fact – 
Again, you guys try to rewrite history. I suggested it was worthy of being for the tag team belts because it was that good. He did. I was so in on this from moment one. So now I'm curious about your reaction now. My concern was when they took it away from being a tag match for a brief period and made it a singles match because... Unless I'm missing something, Bad Bunny isn't likely to be around in a month. And Damian Priest will be. And Damian Priest should absolutely be someone that is better off for having been a part of this. I understand what you're alluding to, Aaron. No one can ignore what they saw. It was... Why? People ignore what they see with Roman Reigns for you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What they saw was unbelievable. It was one of the great spectacles in wrestling history. It was... Remember when Snooki showed up and, like, had a move? And we were like, wow. Yeah, the the backspring hand uh, elbow thing. But it it was so much more than anything we ever expected that we literally walked away from it like... Dude, that was actually kind of amazing. Like yeah, we she were, did like a she did like a what'd you call it, Aaron? A, it, it, it was the handspring, handspring like, back, back elbow handspring or back something. Elbow. Yeah, there you go. And, and we, it was one thing that she did, and yet we all walked away like, wow, that was so much more than we expected, right? Like, Bad Bunny did a Canadian destroyer on I, the floor. I've never <laughs> seen. It's the most unbelievable thing I may have seen in my entire life. It, I like, my, I just shut. And by the way, the Miz's reaction. Yes, give that. Yes. We talk about that Again, man needing all of the everybody monies. Everybody involved. Yeah, we have to talk but about specifically, Miz and almost as much as Bad Bunny. I'm saying phenomenal. specifically, his that reaction moment, yeah. to that moment yeah. will be something that I will remember for the rest of my life because it encapsulated how everyone on the planet felt after they saw that. <laughs> it was. Perfect. By the way, you won't have to remember it because it's going to be in every oh, no life. Doubt. No doubt. Yeah, you'll yeah. see it eternally. Um, <laughs> I thought there were two things. One, I would have really loved it if the match had ended with the double pin, right? I would have really loved the double pin being how the match ended because that would have given a little more juice to, to Damian Priest, even though like his pin might not have counted, right? Like It just would have been a better visual for him. I didn't think he got buried in the match. I think we all got... We, we all were captivated by what we were watching. And when Damian Priest came in, he got a hot tag. The crowd was behind it. They were feeling him. Damian Priest still looked strong in the brief time that he was in the match and because they did some of the double work together. Like, the in-stereo. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. How perfect was that in-stereo? That was unbelievable. Apparently. Appara- yeah, the sit-out the sit Falcon Zero. Dog. Yeah. Dog. Apparently. Apparently we have uh, now. This is the rumor mill or whatever. Apparently we have Adam Pierce and Drew Gulak to thank for that. Really? Yes. That's that's what I uh, read. That God the, bless those them. Those two guys were the ones responsible for getting him ready for the match. God. Well, I <clears throat> AJ. Is there anything that you can tell us about this or no? I know he was training in a class with a bunch of people. Um, I'm sure Adam Pierce and Drew Gulak were there because they teach a lot of people. I know Priest was there too. But I don't know who else is in there. Of course, as everybody remember, I was the one who suggested that maybe <laughs> Bad Bunny might be interested. And in, I think everybody knows that. I called that before our Royal Rumble show. I was the one who threw that out there. I think I should get a little more credit than, frankly, I've gotten from you guys. Like, I definitely nailed that pick. Um, <laughs> I, I, we, look, we all saw the same thing, Aaron. You know, like, nobody can argue about it. Nobody can deny it. And to your point, I don't think, I did not feel as though Damian Priest was buried at all. In that Not match. buried, and, and I've never used the term buried, but I, I will say this. Booker T got as much spotlight as Damian Priest did. I disagree with that. That's... I completely disagree with that. I, you're just saying that now. Booker T was part of it, but Damian Priest got action in, and there was a lot of work them working together. And yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying he got buried. I was just I was curious because you wanted this match to be about Damian Priest. Well, I wanted he him did. to come out of it. I the point is one of them is here moving forward and should be a superstar, right? Damian Priest has everything that you could ask for. He's amazing, he's incredible. So he should come out of it better for having been in it than he was. And while it's not he, – he's clearly not what we're talking about because, again, who possibly would have known what we were talking about? We were talking about someone who appeared to be a professional wrestler, not someone, you know, making a cameo appearance. You know what's kind of wild? 
you can see why now it, if everything played out the way we believe it played out, which is that you know they were afraid that Damian Priest had a back injury, and yeah, you can see why they were just going to roll with this anyway. Oh, it would have worked, like, right? Yeah, that, that Snooky match or whatever, it would have been some other random wrestler. Yep. If if the, her partner was like, like they were ready to roll you with this say, fucker, let, let him go, right? In a one on one match, him go, no doubt. I I one hundred percent believe that after seeing what we saw, yep. They were going to roll with this if, no with just like Damian Priest on the outside. Yep. And it would have worked. 100% would have worked. No doubt about Facts. it. Facts. So, look. I, yeah, El uh, ultimo del mundo. There's nothing. There's <laughs> I thought nothing. that was going to be a Wait, Money in the Bank the, promo the, the, at first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did, too. When he had the briefcase. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. That's really funny. I wasn't even thinking about it, but yeah. There's one, there is one last thing I want to say, though. Like, I All you wrestling pe- fans that hated on Bad Bunny, shut the hell up. Is that what you want to say? Well, it was oh, going to yeah. end with something like that, but I want people to understand who this man is and what this man has and what this man has accomplished. Oh, he doesn't need any of this. And he right. was in a fucking performance center class? Uh, he doesn't need this at all. Like, think of, like, like, I want people to imagine that, like, AJ, He's help me out here. The number one artist yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah. Like Kanye West is in like taking bumps in a ring. I mean, like that's the level of of superstar we're talking about here. Bigger at this point. Correct. And correct. And that is mind blowing. Oh no, dude! It's it's insane. It's utterly insane. But it's also a cool like man who looked at the world and said, "I can't do what I want to be doing right now. What's something else that I want to do?" I'm gonna go pursue that. I'm imagining AJ. That's part of the reason why you respect it. You're a man who's done that. Like, I want to go do some other things that I want to pursue. Like, fucking yeah. God bless him, man. But, but God also bless him. that he respected the process and did it. Of course, a little bit hot, a, a lot hot shot into what a normal person could do. But put in the work. But it and wasn't. Put in, put it's put so in important. As much work as anyone. And should we have to keep saying this. It was a great story. Yeah. Yeah. There was. This was not forced. This was not. This worked. This worked the entire time. It was always well done on every end. I mean, in kayfabe, like that we know that I, it's just a. But I think all of it matters. Yeah. All of it matters as to why it was so good. All of it matters. All right, Brandon, your first one. You get to go back to back here. Here's the, but here's the last part, final point uh-huh. I wanted like, to to just drive Brandon's nail home on this is that like people don't recognize because they don't listen to Latino pop and Latino rap music, like. This is literally like Kurt Cobain, the year it smells like Team Spirit comes out, being in WrestleMania. This is literally like Kanye, the year Stronger comes out, being in WrestleMania. This is Jay-Z, the year Hard Knock Life comes out, being in WrestleMania. Like, this is... Beyonce, the year that she released Lemonade, being Wait, hang on, WrestleMania, say it a step right? beyond that. It's not just being at WrestleMania; it's becoming a WWE performer. <laughs> yeah. Anyone every, can be at WrestleMania. Yes, he not was there every week, which is why this works. And it's so important that we say that. If he had Thanks. just if he had just flown in for WrestleMania, he might still have been a cool performer, right? Like that might still have worked, but it wouldn't have felt the same. This worked because he showed up. He showed up more often than wrestlers show up. <laughs> He was there every week to keep the story moving along. While he was at the fucking Grammys, while he was at Saturday Night Live, he was back every week to push this shit along. By the and way, wasn't he on a fucking pay-per-view like the night after he was on SNL? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Think about that. It's unreal. Unreal. And he and wore and a WWE. In between those things. Yeah. What'd you say? And, yeah, and, and doing the training, training yep. in between oh, yeah. those. And things. he wore a WWE championship on a mainstream show. Oh yeah, show. it was. Oh, I mean, it was massive for them, of course. It was well, massive for them. I'm, and maybe this makes me uh, whatever, but I, it was massive for me personally because I like when people aren't embarrassed of it. Like when when he wore that Facts. shit like a bad badge of honor. Yeah. And I think as you know, you guys can identify with me. There's a lot of people who pick on wrestling, yep. and there's a lot of celebrities who are like. <laughs> this little wrestling yeah, so he thing. went out of his way to put it over in the real world. Correct. 100%. There's no doubt about it. All right, Brandon. All right. My first one and it's going to be somewhat of a somewhat of a trivia for for the three of you. All right. So mine is winless at WrestleMania. Who are the three people who lost last night that are winless at WrestleMania? In any match ever, not just Wait, singles last matches night or over the weekend. Okay, sorry. At WrestleMania, which right. was two nights. Okay. 
So who, Sasha? There's three people who... Aaron, calm down for a second. There's three people who have lost, and Aaron and I were texting about this, so maybe he should not be the one to okay, answer. I will back up. Three people that are un, that are winless at WrestleMania. But, I mean, like, winless in any match in any ever. any match. Like, have zero wins. <sighs> and we're talking 0-6, and 0-7, and, and 0-4. and Okay. Well, obviously, um, they had to have people that had to have lost this weekend. Well, it's not him. It's not. Um, well, I know he already said Sasha Banks, so that's the answer. She is 0-6. And, and it's not Matt Riddle didn't, hasn't had enough, so he's not on the list. Um, how about... Is it, is it Big E? Oh, I, I got one. Big E is 0-7. And Oscar is zero and four. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Some of those might be, you know, tag or rumble matches, or I'm sorry, battle royals, right. or whatever. Think about that. Big E is yeah. zero and seven at WrestleMania. Yeah. Man, New Day outside of Kofi sucks at Mania. Yeah. Was that was that it? That was the that was your number one. Well, I think. Oh no, it's great for timing wise. If that's the case, because yeah. we can move no, on to number two. That, that's okay. It. All right. That's fascinating. Because I had two in a row. All right. All right. My next one, which is really my number one, what on earth was the fiend thing? <laughs> I'm wondering how long we were going to go well, before this. Well, I'm sure we'll find out tonight. The I story think I like, like, the I match I did not. Up, I think it'll end up being like uh, that. Like Alexa Bliss is finally starting to break the like the hold the fiend has on her. Or she's trying to make him. She's trying to manipulate him further. Is what I was. I was thinking that it's a. You need to prove how loyal you are to me. I'm the alpha here. Like this oh, is. So, oh. I, I I kind of liked the theory that was going around that that Bray uh, was restored at the expense of whatever Alexa is. Oh wow. That's that's deep. <laughs> well, t- so first of all. I didn't have nearly as much a problem with this as the internet did because there's clearly more to this story. I w- and we said last week it's Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Correct. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Correct. At the same time, there should have been a little bit more to this for it being at WrestleMania than it was. I, if if the complaint is I don't think a WrestleMania match should be about setting up something else for the future like that was sort of the joke that i made with you guys last week like we're gonna pay this off at payback lash like <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's the, what i was gonna do i i understand that complaint generically i was not nearly I, where i'll agree with you i was not nearly as offended by the whole thing as a lot of people appeared to be people were treating this like it was right. an affront to society yeah that down. this is how things went um you got to finish to the match first of all let's start with that like, it's not as if they just did this and then the match just ended, right? Like, Alexa is oozing, so we turn off all the lights and it's over, right? Like, that that I could understand people being like, hey, this is WrestleMania. You, you're supposed to have a finish of the match. You got one. You got a finish of the match. Randy Orton won the match. You might, might not like that because he thought this was supposed to be Bray's moment, but this speaks to how weird it is that we were accepting Bray as being a baby face in this situation. Like, it's this is not... We're trying to treat this like a wrestling storyline, is is impossible. No, it's, this a com- is, it's a comic book storyline. Yeah, it's something completely different that we're dealing with right now. Um, I'm interested because they've done... Like, I think there are other people that just aren't into it as much as... I thought this was great work all along. Like, I thought it was great they turned it into Randy versus Alexa. I thought Alexa has been a- as good as almost, you know, anyone not... Anybody named, on TV. Right? Like, literally, if you, if you told me who'd been the top three people on TV... Uh, since Bray Wyatt got burned alive, yeah. I would tell you Roman Reigns won, Alexa Bliss two. I'm I'm not. That's we've talked about that, man. I think she has been a superstar um, through all through all this. So I guess I'm a little bit more into it than some. I, I did not realize there were more people that weren't into the whole thing. Yeah, I realized that too. Like this that kind of popped up a little bit, and I don't know if that's just them not being into anything or or what that it's all about. So I wasn't offended by it. Um, I didn't expect. I did not expect this just to be a clean no. baby face. You know, celebrate with it's. That's so weird. Like, how weird would that have been for this storyline? For it to just be a moment for like Bray Wyatt to get a clean baby face win. Like a weird bit that would have been. 
um, for everything that's going on here. So it did. It just didn't. It didn't bother me. I'm still interested in it, and I think specifically Alexa has done so well that right now. And here's the funny thing to me. This is why wrestling fans are to me uh, sometimes are the craziest people in the world. Okay, Randy Orton got cheered when his music hit he and came out. Yeah. He was absolutely a 100% babyface in the moment that he came out. And yet, him winning the match pissed people off. And somebody might say, somebody might say, well, he was the first person to come yeah, out. Yeah, everyone you gets know, like, you're the first well, person out. I don't even think Unless you're Hulk Hogan. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Randy Orton has never not got cheered at WrestleMania. What are you saying? I mean, look, th- th- this is part of this is Shut the Randy Orton thing. Hang on a second, but let's go back and say this too. You're saying who the best performers have been for the last year? Fucking Randy Orton's right yeah. in that conversation. He's also there. Yes, correct. Yeah. Like, let's not kid ourselves. Randy Orton is absolutely at the top of the list. Hey, quick question: Who is the job? Correct. <laughs> correct. Let's just let's be realistic about this. Randy Orton has been a dude, and he's been a dude for his entire career. But he's been somehow, with that being the standard, has been even better. Of the last yeah. year, right? Like it's yeah. insane how good Randy Orton has been. I I don't agree that they were booing that Randy Orton won. I think they were booing. That's it. I think that was the boo. Whenever the lights went out and they came back on and the box was just there, they and it wanted was over, they wanted something. Everybody yeah. booed. I don't think that was about Randy Orton. I think it was about not. The moment didn't live up to the expectation of the moment. I mean, if you're looking at, you know, you you did it where this guy gets burned alive, he comes back, he's right, whoever wins trying to get revenge, but it's about neither of the wrestlers, it's about Alexa. And I do think that's a little bit weird for a WrestleMania moment. As as much as Alexa is important, the story, hang on, but the storyline is Alexa is the story. I agree, but that's weird. Then you're having a match between two people and the most important person is outside the match. It's weird. I still, I still think that. You, like, have you ever heard of Miss Elizabeth before? Yeah, huh? exactly. Man, I mean that. Would, you could say Hulk Hogan <laughs> and Randy Savage were very important to that. Well, yeah, just, so were Randy. Yeah, Randy Orton's been pretty fucking important. important. The, yeah. the most important at the very end was Ale- that was all that finish was all about Alexa. Just like you know. Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> I, I would say that there was some big stuff going on besides uh, Miss Elizabeth, think, as opposed okay. to this, where it was all about Alexa. Okay, all right. I, I, I think a say? little bit of this was the exploding ring thing, right? It's like everybody <laughs> expected some big theatrical thing, and it didn't really. Well, I, mean, I mean, somebody was, well, was had ooze thing. coming out of her eyes. That was a <laughs> no, pretty. But, but I'm saying like. It wasn't what they, I don't know. Whatever the crowd expected, I don't think that was. All right. And I'll leave it at that. Uh, Aaron, you're next. Um, We haven't talked about it yet, so we got to say, as as amazing as the second night main event was, if you want to say the first night main event was better, I'm not really going to argue with you. Well, there are people that are arguing that it might be one of the greatest main events in WrestleMania history. Exactly. I mean, it literally was one of the greatest made events. It, it was. It was absolutely phenomenal. From beginning and, to end, yes. action packed, great moves, incredible story told. Sasha's grabbing her hair the whole time, and mm-hmm. that's the thing that ends up leading to her actually finally getting the finish. She goes for the 450, puts the knees up, yep. goes for the 450 again, hits it, big fall seat. Like, I mean, it was just yeah. art, bro. And, and it was, it was art. It was false finishes without being the normal false finishes. It wasn't, we're going to hit the moves over and over and kick out. It was, we're going to find creative ways to reverse it. We're going to find really cool sequences. I mean, that's it's, it's what Sasha Banks does best, is finding these weird sequences that you would never think of anywhere else that end up working. And it was, it, it was really, it was Sasha at her absolute best and Bianca at her absolute best. And it even, you know, it brought in all of the outsides with that moment at the beginning where both of them just kind of soaked it in, you know, we're crying a little bit that may absolutely added and made to the match. And just from yep. beginning to end, like AJ said, it was Art. exactly what it should have been. Art. Two black women showing that black women can reign. You feel me? They were, cr- the, the match was insane. I loved it. It's the moment where Bianca gorilla presses Sasha over her holy shit and just walk up the stairs. <laughs> yes, just holy shit. What is that? Like, where does that even come from? I mean, it's just it's insane. It's bat s insane. Um, I mean, what, what you know? There's literally I, this is what we can say. There's not even a way to nitpick it. There's not even a way to say 
Yeah, but no, there's nothing. Yeah. There's Classic. nothing Classic. there. It was a genius, Classic. genius match. Um, that that outperformed any. I mean, like classic, uh, dude. It I was, thought it was going to be great. It was so far beyond that. Oh God, what a match! Classic. What a goddamn like, match that was. I mean, like when we talk about the greatest women's wrestling matches of all time. Oh, how mean, is that not the one? If you want to say Bailey and Sasha, but it's, I, yeah, it's in the neighborhood, though. right? Bailey, Sasha, yeah. and like, then, did like, you ever think the you triple would... threat at thirty two? Like, yeah. Did you ever think you would see something that would Oscar be in the Charlotte, neighborhood like of that ever again? Best ever. It's I, it's unbelievable. I mean, it was yeah. really unbelievable. It was unbelievable how perfect it was. I I can't and and let's let's tell the truth about it, right? Wrestling fans want to find excuses to nitpick women's matches. They we we need to be honest yeah. about this. Wrestling yeah. fans sure. want to find reasons to be more critical of women's matches than they would be for men's They're matches. Staring for botches all the time, and yet. There's nothing, 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 nothing there at all. It was flawless. Correct. Five star classic. I'm sure Dave Meltzer gave it two and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 wait, before we leave this. So to AJ's point about the hair, there was a couple like um, insider wrestling Twitter, like I'm in the inside kind of guys. That it's were like, like it's a fake sound. That, no, no, no. That were like the whole match that were like, man, you think you would, uh, you think you'd get rid of that braid if they keep oh, using it against you. That was you. Mark Madden's tweet. Yeah. He said that a couple other people and I wanted to be like, Mark, because <laughs> look at, that was the story of the match. You idiot. Like you're the Mark now. Yeah. Facts. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Facts. Uh, it was spectacular. Thanks. It was simply spectacular. That sound was fucking crazy. I, I, at first, I was like, "What? What did she hit? She couldn't have hit Sasha, right?" Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, insane. You insane. saw no, the you picture. Know, it was a combination of Sasha and like her, her like gear. But you saw the picture, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> God, I said, what? What would you rather oh, yeah, have, yeah, yeah. AJ? Uh, I wasn't your- responding to tweets this weekend because I was watching a little bit late, or texts this weekend because I was watching a little bit behind behind everybody. But I did eventually w- see. Would you rather AJ chop your bare chest or that happen to well, you? Well, I mean, Jesus Christ! It's supposed to be I, I hard think AJ. Yeah, I think AJ only because I I know he won't kill me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know well, that. It's that, you know, the narrow whip thing makes it hurt oh, a lot more God, than the dude, no slightly doubt, spread man. out thing. No doubt. That's true. All right. Um, I'm gonna. This is going to be the one that's going to seem the broadest to me, but I, I want to talk generically about... There were people that I think had a weird reaction after night two to, like, you know, this kind of felt weird, and I was trying to define it for everybody, and I, I'm going to respond this way. I think there were more heels that won WrestleMania matches, particularly in big spots, than we're used to. And the weird part of it was there were a lot of fireworks after heel victories this weekend. Did you guys notice that as much as I did? The heel part, yes. I didn't notice the fireworks. There were a lot of celebratory images after a heel won a match this weekend, after Sheamus won it was a Bobby com- Lashley after Bobby Lashley. There were a lot Apollo. Apollo. There were a lot of those this weekend, and like it- I think it's because of the performers that they are. For example, Sheamus. That's like a big. That's a big redemption moment for Sheamus. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, Bobby Lashley's black black WWE champion who retained in a match no one thought he would. You know what I'm saying? Um, Apollo, you know, they're, that's big representation with uh, with the Nigerian uh, descend, king descendant gimmick, not to mention he just got some new help. I mean, I, I'm i not, and I want to say this, I'm not saying any of it was bad. But why would they give this Roman Reigns guy pirate? Oh, yeah, that guy stinks. Yeah, yeah. Um, that guy. Well, I, I think it was as much as anything as they gave everybody pyro at the, you know, at the they end gave of the night. A it just lot so happened of, to be that there were more heels than faces winning this and year. That, and I think they just wanted to make it as feel as but, big but as But I'm possible. saying specifically, a lot of times when a heel wins a match... You're trying to create a we don't like this moment afterwards. You're trying to create a that bastard type of moment afterwards. 
And there was way less of that this weekend. Like, well, I, I think it's because it was the weekend. It was the worst. This isn't a normal WrestleMania. This is a we're back. We're celebrating everybody. We're celebrating everyone. And we're, we're making everything feel as big as we possibly can because we are back. By the way, I don't know if you watched WrestleMania SmackDown, but you should have. I'm a big WrestleMania SmackDown guy. Everybody knows that about me. I've never. You think I've ever missed the Andre the Giant Battle more, uh, Battle Royal? I'm Mr. Andre <laughs> the Giant Royal? Battle Yeah, Shut up. I'm Mr. Andre. There's so many words in the title of this match. Well, Roman Reigns told us on WrestleMania SmackDown that he was going to have a million dollars of pyro go off. I, I do know that. I do know. It's It, was, it, it wasn't just the pyro itself. It was the, the, the camera shots. Randy it Orton was, didn't get pyro. It's true. That was a little bit different. It was, <laughs> but there were a lot of there were a lot of images like Sheamus standing. There were a lot of conquering hero camera shots for people that you wouldn't think they would want to be treating as conquering heroes. And to AJ, I, I I do think that the point is real. That this was about. It was just this was the first time we've had this back in a long time, and so no matter what, we were going to do that. But I also thought it spoke to the sheer number of heels that were winning, which is. Maybe the opposite of an expectation that you would have for a WrestleMania in a normal year where you want to build up faces to conquer at WrestleMania but and overcome. Thing, Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. To me, it didn't even feel like a bunch of heels were winning because all the heels that were winning, uh, I'm sure all the baby faces that we really wanted to win won. Huh. Let me think through that. I mean, I mean, Bianca. Yeah. I think that Rhea. I think well, hang on. I think a lot of people wanted Drew McIntyre to win. I think there. I mean, yeah, but it's I, think, Rhea, I baby. think that there's. <laughs> I think that there's a lot of people that wanted Bobby Lashley. No, you're yeah, right. I, 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 yeah, it was. It was more like it wasn't a 100 zero. It was like yeah. a 65 35. is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people. If you watch that storyline, how can you doubt what Braun to win? Well, I mean, I, bet, I mean, Braun was definitely the face. There's no debating and who the face the thing, was. Let's, uh, that was going to be one of my things that I brought up next. When is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Look. Here's the thing. Oh, God. The first oh. one I was like, oh, God. when are we going to let oh. Shane McMahon get his roses, bro? Acknowledge him. When they stop, <laughs> when they stop putting him on. Acknowledge Shane. His match versus Braun Strowman was way better than anyone ever thought it would be on this show, at least. And on top of that, they actually told a story with the stupid thing. Because you remember, if you flash back a couple years ago, uh Eric, what was your critique of Braun Strowman losing the cage match versus Kevin Owens? Probably did something stupid by throwing him off the cage. He threw him off the cage, costing himself the match, which everyone said was what? Stupid. 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 So then Shane McMahon calls him stupid over and over, and then he gets in the same exact position, and instead of throwing him out, he throws him in to prove I'm not stupid, and then goes... And wins the match after that. Not to mention, once again, Shane McMahon performs at WrestleMania. His match versus Braun was great. Versus Taker was great. Versus AJ Styles was great. Every match that, uh, versus The Miz was great. And yet, he gets so much flack when he comes back just because he throws weird punches. It's not just that. We need to talk about that. It's not just that. Hang on. Here's, here's the solution. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna now, push back on, on March first. On March first, you announce Shane versus whoever, and that's match, it. And that's and just Shane it. Never shows Nothing. Up. Uh, hang on a second. I'm gonna say this is a, this is. A, I had to write a, a Ravens column this morning on our website pressboxonline.com. This is a paragraph in the column. It says on the Monday after the NFL draft, teams can start signing unrestricted free agents without those players impacting the compensatory pick formula. And this might be news to some of you, but the Ravens are to collecting compensatory picks what Shane McMahon is to. Being a horrendous and totally unwatchable on-camera performer right up until the moment he does something crazy at WrestleMania, and damn it, we can't hate the guy again for a few months. <laughs> Facts. Like, this is... This... What's wrong with my idea? Why do we have to oh, have Raw SmackDown at all? Aaron, I mean, let, me, let me flush your point out a little bit more. Does... Does and by the way, I think that AJ, we do need to give AJ, you're right. We need to give a little bit more credit to the reason why I thought there was no value in Braun winning this match was because just just guy winning when the odds are stacked in his favor doesn't feel like a thing. The second level of chess that they introduced in the match, which is the 
not only am I not stupid, I'm so smart that I know the trap you're laying and I've already figured out how I'm going to overcome it was was, was really good. It was Thank really you. good. But to how Aaron's cool was that point, moment also where he literally rips the Yes, it was it was it was outstanding. <laughs> it was an outstanding visual and it made so much sense in the moment. All of it was really good. Now, let me get to Aaron's point. Does what Shane McMahon does at WrestleMania justify how unthinkably dreadful he is otherwise on television? For the people yeah. that only watch WrestleMania, of course. <laughs> right? Like, if you're not watching wrestling every week, who gives a fuck? For those of us that are watching wrestling every week, we say, no. <laughs> because he's so bad. It is th These things don't equal out. They're not even. I'm still at a loss for the totality of the year. Glenn. Are you, though? Glenn. Yeah. Because we, we get here's 10 minutes thing. of fun at Mania. I'm, we get like an hour of I'm terrible I'm telling you this right now. I told you guys this before. I'm going to jump off the hell in the cell when I get a chance. But I'm telling you also, I would never take that bump that Shane took off the top of that. I case. hear you. I hear you, man. I, <laughs> I hear you. And I one would, bump. I would never. I'm telling you right now, I would have no problem going off the hell in the cell through a table. I've already done it in my mind 20 times. I'm not worried about that at all. But okay. I would I would never I I feel you. I feel you. AJ, here's the best way I would describe it. Ever take that bump off the If if Shane McMahon was not a weekly television performer for the last few years, or not weekly, but semi, you know, like would show back when up. When he's on TV, he's on weekly. Correct. If he was not, if all we had was the beginning of Shane McMahon's career and then WrestleMania matches after he came back, he would be iconic. We would view Shane McMahon as one of the greatest performers in the history of professional wrestling because the highs are so high that it, you know, it, it, you can't even compare them to anyone else. The problem is we can't ignore how uncomfortable we are watching someone who is not meant for be doing like he's he's put into roles that he can't. You're about handle. to you're about to talk shit about how somebody talks under I, pressure I, and you just blow. I know. Well, I believe it or not, I'm not. Listen, I don't think I would be good in that role either, for what it's worth. Listen, I have something to say about this. I I've don't, got something don't, to say. Don't, no, no, no. I've got something to say. It. Don't do we're it. We're not doing it. I'm gonna no, tell you something. It. Don't no. do it. I've I've got something to say. All right, AJ, this is your third. Go for it. All right. Last thing I want to bring up, which I think was so dope, and I honestly, truthfully didn't expect, was Bobby Lashley retaining at WrestleMania. It was the right call. It was 100% the very, right call. Very, very happy with this. Yep. And it is not even just the fact that he retained, which is cool, but you've already did the thing where Drew's run through everybody in the locker room. Literally. And then Bobby beat literally, like not <laughs> not figuratively, literally, and Bobby beat Drew. That means that only has to set up someone that's not currently. Oh, no. now who could that possibly be? Mm -hmm. I well, can't there's think actually, of. There's actually two people it could be. Now, if I told you that the main event of SummerSlam was Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Would anybody have a No, everybody's going to throw high fives and roundhouse kicks. Wait, who's the kicks. second person? Yeah. Who did Bobby Lashley lose to at WrestleMania the last time when we were at WrestleMania? I don't even remember. Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. Oh, yeah, I mean that's that's I think you can do it. It ain't it ain't that. You know what I mean? Like you can do it for sure. Yeah. I mean, nobody's going to be complaining about Bobby Lashley. I got to tell you, man, as I won't complain if we get Bobby and Brock at SummerSlam, but that should be at WrestleMania. I mean, that really should be a WrestleMania match. I mean, I feel that. I don't disagree with that. I, I don't, but... I mean, but here's the thing. You also, because you've had him run through everybody in the locker room, it is, and he's only had the title for a month, it's not hard to book Bobby Lashley to not lose until WrestleMania. C correct. No, not at all. It's not difficult <laughs> at all. thinking about doing that for both. And Rose, also, it's not that. Hang already, on. I don't know if I agree with that. For but but it's also and it's also not that detrimental to have him lose for a month. It's also not that detrimental to have someone get a moment, whoever that might be, um, you know, and then have Bobby Lashley win the belt back a month later, right? Yes. Like that that can still work 
for someone like him. So I'm I, look. I think we were all in. We all talked about it last week. It was the far more compelling story. We were we were fearful that they were just falling back on the Drew McIntyre moment thing. I appreciate the fact that they didn't do that. They recognize what's going on, um, and everybody's behind. I, I also I also want to answer what what Aaron just said. Like you say, you don't like the fact that if they're going to do that with Roman, they shouldn't do that with Bobby. But why? That's how wrestling should be. When you're the champ, the belt shouldn't be taken off you until someone is worthy of it. The belt shouldn't be you like the belt shouldn't be used to make people. You know what I'm saying? I, I, like, I don't. I don't disagree with you. I just I like it when when you have two distinct shows like this that the title picture looks a little bit differently. I, I don't want to see the, and, the and, dominant long-term heel running both shows, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, I think there's a couple questions there. Is Bobby Lashley definitely a heel for the entirety of this run? Like, It if, doesn't have to be. No, if you change it up that way, I have no problem. Like, for that. example, if we think that this is a, ultimately leading to Brock Lesnar next WrestleMania. I mean, Bobby got a pop when he won. I, I mean, I, I think, and I'm not suggesting you immediately turn him face. No. But I think... But, I think he could inevitably become a face at some point, yeah. right? And Around like late July, early August. And I would say that there's ways to go about doing that, like having him work with, say, Randy Orton, for example. If Randy Orton were to be the guy to take the belt off of him at some point, and then Bobby gets the a revenge thing with Randy Orton, anybody opposed to that? Yeah. I mean, no. I know somebody would say, hey, it's pretty similar no. to what you just did a year ago, but like... Did anybody hate when they did it last year? <laughs> like, was anybody opposed to how that worked out? It was pretty fucking good. It was pretty good. Yeah, so I'd be down with that. Um, all right, so I'm because nobody's gotten to NXT yet, I'll go to NXT for my number three. Um, first of all, I mean, just I just want to stand and applaud. I mean, two fucking nights of yep of of stupid good yep. St- Stupid. That ladder match. Good. Um, and I'm going to come to mine being that, I, that woman's main event. Whew. I mean, all of it, all of it. And I, I don't want to like all of it was amazing. But I, we got to have a Tommaso Ciampa conversation at some point in terms of guys that have not just consistently delivered, yeah, but everything about them has been perfection for years. Tommaso yes. Ciampa, I, when I say guys that deserve more flat, everybody likes Tommaso Ciampa, right? Like, everybody likes him. But I think we need to start having the elevated Tommaso Ciampa conversation, which is where he is in the pantheon of great performers. Because Jesus fucking Christ, everything, everything the man does is brilliant. That was as I thought that was the match of the week. I I I can't get over. I mean, like, you want to have a conversation about where that ranks versus wait, Sasha? Wait, 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 wait. Like of the week, yeah, including I WrestleMania. I, I, including I, WrestleMania, I I do. I Stop. I think that was the best match. I of the week. I would put Sasha and Bianca I'm ahead of honest, it. I'm gonna be honest. You with just you, said really that Bianca and Sasha could be one of the best main events in the history of WrestleMania, and then you're yes. saying Walter and, and Tommaso better than that. Better. Stop. I mean, I thought it was. Here, a, here's I, here's the reason why I don't because while it was a great match and they they did tell a great story. Like, the finish was a chop after, like, 40 of them. I love that. Yeah, I kind of loved it. I got to be honest with you, I kind of loved it. I kind of loved it, too. I kind of loved it, too. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm also not, I'm not lining up with Aaron, either. I would then What about the other 39? Well, there was something right before the Why did the Rock win with a people's elbow after, you know, dropping regular elbow? Like, there's something where it's just that last chop is the final blow to take him out after killing him with three power bombs and a crazy suplex. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what killed me is like the power bombs and the crazy suplex. <laughs> no, but the chop, yes, like that. I kind of did. It was the final. It was the final. Thing I did. Knocked the last I kind of felt like it was almost like watching a video game where somebody's <laughs> hanging on to that last <laughs> little piece of life on the bar exactly. at the end, and this was the one that just did it. I am actually kind of with Aaron about that. It worked for me in that way. But I was really th- looking forward to the Powerbomb finish. But. I mean, I feel you. I feel you. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But that match was just so fucking it wonderful. Was it was so wonderful. 
and I could write a goddamn ode to Tommaso Ciampa, who has given me joy after joy after joy after joy after joy in so many different roles, in Great. so many different ways. By the way, this coming just months after the fight pit thing, which was a 13 out of 10. Um, I, I We could sing. I mean, he's a, the thing is, Tommaso, I mean, going back to when we used to go watch him at Ring of Honor in yeah. 2011, like, he... Like he always delivers. Oh my god, dude! It's it's un- it's unbelievable the hit streak that motherfucker has. It is unbelievable how many different things they. And this really makes no sense, right? Like they they said, "What are we gonna do with Walter? We'll just do Tommaso Ciampa." And you're like, uh, "All right, yes, like, yes, <laughs> yes." <laughs> Yes, it's in that when we talk about in case of emergency break, last thing that we talk about regularly with Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens. And Randy Orton. Well, I mean, Randy Orton's a different, that's a different territory, right? Like Randy Orton, he is, like, there. you can't they, have They don't emer- break glass. Right. They have plans for him. Right. <laughs> um, Tommaso Ciampa is absolutely of that ilk, and we need to respect uh, the greatness of Tommaso Ciampa for some time to come. Aaron. Two ways I could go with this, but I'll, 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 I won't do the uh, whole weather thing in, in terms of what they should do with stadiums. But I will say, that first half hour of WrestleMania, show, <laughs> like, do that more. I want Raw and SmackDown to have a half hour of guys just ad-libbing the whole, like, every week. Because those were some well, of the best programs. Well, everybody except for one. <laughs> well, except for, yes, except for one. Except for we'll, one. We'll just get out of it. But yeah. the other guys, the actual performers. Dude, Let that be Raw and SmackDown because that was awesome. I, that was compelling. That's what promos should be. I, I can't tell you how hard I laughed whenever I it was clear they had the vamp for time and the first person they talked to was Shane McMahon. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Weird <laughs> bit. He came out of the equation. Yeah, weird bit. Weird bit. And then MVP literally pushed him out of the shot. It was like... <laughs> that was really great. That was so great. Like, I lost all, it. All right, we can't do this anymore. I lost it, man. I lost it. I, like, popped, right, right. I popped so big. I popped so big. Now, let that. me tell you about Bobby Lashley. I was oh, like... Oh, God, it was great. Somebody was like, get him off! <laughs> all right. Um, Brandon, you're the last one. You close us up this for this one. <sighs> There's a lot of things to talk about. The one thing... We'll have plenty. We'll do another yeah. hour later in the week. Yeah, we'll but the one thing I have to, I have to bring up is the thing that made me stand and, like, wince and hold my face in that fucking match with Sheamus and Riddle Whew. was amazing. Did anybody remind them they were working? Oof. Because they beat but, the hang on, shit. But that's, isn't that the story of Sheamus, though? Yeah. Like, that's the yeah. story of Sheamus. Holy that's why we love Sheamus. Shit, yeah. that bro kick. The, the brogue. Is that how you say the brogue bro Brogue, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, guys. Yeah. Of, if, of the undercard matches, it was the best one. Oh, Bad Bunny, but yes. But, like, that was amazing. If we, like, listen, if we're getting a program, like, if this is continuing... This has got to be a fight pit match. I want to see this. That would in be a the fight really pit. good fight pit match. That would be a really good fight pit, no doubt. That would be a really good fight pit. All right, so that's our quick, uh, quick and dirty reaction to uh, WrestleMania I week. All, I just need. To, I am all in for Sheamus and Riddle in the fight pit. It would be unbelievable, wouldn't it? It would really yeah, be unbelievable. Gotta do it. Come no on, doubt. guys. It would be unbelievable. <laughs> All right, uh, AJ, you want to throw a plug in uh, quickly for most? I hope that you can join us again later in the week, but if not, throw in your plug for Most Wanted Treasure Sunday nights. Uh, yeah, so this Sunday at 10 p.m., WWE's Most Wanted Treasures debuts with our episode on Mick Foley. Nice. Um, it'll, it'll be a great episode, and the crazy thing is it's also following um, a, a two-hour Stone Cold documentary. Yeah, you're going to have to watch can, that. Can you say what you're searching for with Mick? Uh, I mean, it's mankind masks and and I mean, literally every Masakos and like everything that you could think when you think Mick Foley, all three faces of Foley. Very cool, man. I we can't and, wait. And uh, I also uh, will be on the bump on Wednesday. Oh, so. awesome! Awesome! That's dope as hell, man. Very cool. Very. So cool. I, you'll be able to see me pub the show some more then. Love that, man. Uh, do they take co- live questions on the bump? Like <laughs> <this>? <laughs> I believe they do. I will be tuning in. Uh, at AJ Francis 410. Hey, AJ, have you ever had an asshole uh, come in in his underpants and shake his butt in your face in the morning after you woke him up in the middle of the night like a <laughs> dickhead? That's the question. That I'm have you ever have eaten? I ever had that happen? 
Have yeah, you yeah. Have no, you, you have because I, I came in in my underpants. No, the question <laughs> is, have you ever eaten a cancer patient's breakfast? <laughs> 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 oh, that's tremendous. Hey. That's tremendous. Uh, right. I already use some uh, bacon, egg, and cheese now. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> at AJ Francis four one zero, of course. <laughs> Uh, our Twitters uh, at the Aoster at Brandon Linton at Glenn Clark Radio. We'll do the full plugs when we do the uh, other hour of the show later on in the week. We're gonna make these standalone though. This will go up as a standalone show, and then whatever we do later in the week. Yo, we gotta plug the show. lunch we ate. Oh yeah, dude, we want to give some love. Uh, there's a place here in Baltimore called Eki Ben, and they did this amazing thing. First of all, their food's out. Fucking, it's unbelievable. They do a, a Korean fried chicken bit. It's just greatest chicken sandwich I've ever had. God damn it, it's ridiculous. Um, and, and I was thinking about them because I had heard again recently, and it's they, everybody in Baltimore knows about Ben now. They're unbelievable, but they did a thing a couple weeks ago where they found out they had a customer whose mother loves their tempura broccoli, but she lived in Vermont and she was like dying. They got up and drove to Vermont on a Saturday to fry up tempura broccoli for her fresh at her house. And that's an awesome thing, and we want to support local businesses, and that's a cool a local business to support the things they're doing, and we went over there and checked them out, and it's unreal. All right, we'll see you later on in the week for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event, 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 event. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. Fuck anyone who doesn't watch WWE's Most Wanted Treasures this Sunday night, 10 o'clock on the A&E Network. What a good friend. What a great friend.